Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The front runner in the Democratic race for the 2020 nominee for president is Joe Biden. He's the most moderate candidate running in, in the campaign, but he appears to be struggling a little bit to maintain his status as the front runner because... One, a few people argue his numerous and often very funny gaffes. Um, so, you know, this is this has been Joe's curse that he's been dealing with for the past few months. Um, well, his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, decided that she would make a very unique pitch to the voters this week. It was so unique that it stopped me in my tracks. It made me question my hearing and it might make you question your hearing as well. I'm Nancy Shack. I'm Ben Parker. And we do news for a living. This is News Bite. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose truth over facts. Um, you know, up to that time, remember, there was not, none of you women will know this. A couple men may remember. Maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I so personally like so-and-so better. I, I find each of those disturbing in, in kind of their own ways. The first clip that you hear is Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, married to former Vice President Joe Biden. Do you call the wife of the of the Vice President? Is she the second lady as opposed to the first lady, or is she just? No, she. I think they she do. just Doctor Biden. No, I, well, I think it is second lady, but is I'm it? not positive if you have to use that, or you can just say Mrs. Biden or whatever Dr. the case may be. Doctor Biden. Or um, she's, but Biden is currently the the front runner, and he's uh, he's you know has that that uh label out of two dozen democratic candidates so it's it's nothing to sneeze at um, although we lost a few candidates we did very oh, recently terrible. they're dropping like flies so it breaks my heart um but well finally you know what before we get into these cuts i, yeah. I do want to say this because we talked about this before it maybe we'll actually get to a point where there's a debate with uh, a, serious a debate. few people who can yeah. talk instead of the whole entire who can country talk and on chew stage. gum at the same time yeah. yeah i'm looking forward to that actually i like it to be down i'd like to see like three or four people and that would be that would be fun uh, for me. But in any case, um, in the past uh, in the past week or so, Doctor Doctor Biden made a pitch to the voters for her husband. You know, the gaff prone former vice president. And in the past couple of months, Joe Biden has made a very large number, astonishing actually, number of verbal missteps. Um, we have a little montage of some of the ones just from this past week, actually. That's cut four. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We choose truth over facts. International leaders spoke about it. You had people like Margaret Thatcher, excuse me, you had people like the, the former chairman and leader of the party in, in Germany. I watched what happened when those kids from Parkland came up to see me when I was vice president. They went under the, and some, some of you covered it. 
So we, we we talked about some of those, and that's just from this past week. He couldn't he couldn't remember Angela Merkel. He kept trying to call her Margaret Thatcher. He was not the vice president when the Parkland shooting happened. Um, he's going on about how, how poor kids are just as good as white kids, um, which I think was a shock to the Asian and Hispanic audience he was talking to. Uh, this is what he's been doing, and there was a doozy. There was an absolute doozy um, a couple days ago. Uh, that we have to play all on its own because it deserves it. When he claimed that Martin Luther King and Robert F. Kennedy um, were assassinated in the 1970s, actually the late 1970s. That's cut two. Just like in my generation, when I got out of school, that uh, when Bobby Kennedy and Dr. King had been assassinated in the 70s, uh, late 70s, when I got engaged, um, you know, up to that time, remember, there were not, none of women will know this, but a couple of men may remember. That was a time in the early, late 60s, the early 60s and 60s, where it was drop out, go to hate asbury don't get engaged, don't trust anybody over 30. To begin with, just for anybody who's too young to really know, Kennedy was shot in June of 68 while, while exiting his speech at, in L.A. He died a day after the shooting. King was shot in April of 68, just before giving a speech in Memphis. He also died uh, shortly afterward. But to me, I mean, that's bad enough. But, Ben, did you catch the second issue in that cut? Well, the, the men might have caught it. I don't know if the <laughs> women caught it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? Hello. Apparently, we're feeble-minded. We can't. Yeah. Women in the audience are too feeble-minded to remember. Excuse me. But the you, men might be Well, it, you know, uh, if you need me to mansplain that to you, I will later. I, I would be grateful. We can shut off the microphones, and I'll, will, I'll explain it to you. It, it, I would in, be very grateful. In a way you could understand. And actually, maybe, you know, you might come down and start my car for me, too, before I go home, because I'm not sure I can handle it by myself. Hey, so men remember might remember this, it. but I don't know if the women will. Oh. Yeah, men might get it. Oh, my heavens. That's a, that's a yikes. Um, and he does this, this, this and, and and by all accounts, people say that he's a very jocular fellow and a well-meaning guy. But these gaffes have created this huge problem, um, especially since he's up against some really fierce progressives, and he's like the lone moderate Do in have, this huge field. We, I know everybody's used the, the, the gaff term. Have we come up with something like Bidenisms, or do we have some uh, proper phrase for this at this I, point? I think we should leave, leave it up to you. I think you you need that. Bidenisms? You need to come up. Bidenisms isn't bad. Joe um, Speak? I like Joe Speak better. Joe Speak? All I right. think Joe we, Speak we is better. Joe Speak. Joe Speak is nice um, because the, the the progressives seem to think that the Joe Speak is an indication that he, he has a mental competence issue. And so, therefore, is he really the guy that you want, uh, you know, with the nuclear football? It's too bad his first name or his last name wasn't Willis. Because then Willis you can do, speak? what you're talking about, Willis? Oh. <laughs> that would be good, right? you're talking about, Joe, it would be great, uh, that, by the way, By the way, that's from uh, the show Different Strokes, which I think was on in the 1920s. I was can't it? Remember. Late yeah. 20s, well, It was maybe. the late 20s, I think. I can't no, remember. You yeah. women in the audience won't remember. Yeah. But you, you guys, guys you, might know. Yeah, you guys yeah. probably know. So, So I mean, so this is oh, this is this is what these this is what these gaffes. And you know, every every party has one of these. Remember Dan Quayle, um, the Republican, had a, a similar issue. Well, he, he, had always, the, he had the potato potato thing or the spelling of potato, potato. or that, that spelling bee. That. That, which wasn't really his fault. That Somebody was put one it on of a the, card. That was one of the more recent well, and he didn't Joe recognize could, that it was misspelled, so yeah, it was Joe fault. could use a card or two <laughs> or three or four. Well, so I mean, I don't know what to. It's he's the most moderate. He's the most reasonable. He's the front runner, and the guy is just leaving open these questions of whether he is too old to be president. That maybe a few of his synapses are misfiring. So into this mess strides his lovely wife, 
Dr. Jill Biden. Hey, Joe, I got your back. I'm coming yes, in. Yes, she does. And she made a very interesting <laughs> pitch to the voters. She said, vote for my husband, even if you think someone else is better. That's actually, I, I, I never in a million years thought that we would ever see that. I want to, we, we have the cuts, but she was off mic yeah. when she was doing them. So I just want to tell you what you're going to listen to before you hear it. So it might make it a little bit easier Maybe for somebody you. should tell Joe what he needs to say before he says it. Maybe I that think, would be better. I think that would be perfect. Mm. And that would really get him, get him accepted. The debate situation might, might be tough for him. Right. But she says, I know that not all of you are committed to my husband and I respect that. Um, she's talking to this uh, campaign event in New Hampshire. She was uh, in like a was she in a classroom. She was or in something? a classroom. I thought she yeah. was reading books to kids or something. She was in a classroom and she was off mic. And yeah. she says, "But I want, uh, but I want you to think about your candidate, his or her electability, and who's going to win this race." That's cut three. Yes, I know that not all of you are committed to my husband, um, and I respect that. But I want you to think about your candidate his or her electability and who's going to win this race. And so if you're looking at that, you've got to look at the polls. And, you know, a lot of times I say, oh, you know, polls, excuse me, polls don't mean anything, polls don't mean anything. But if they're consistent and they're consistently saying the same thing, I think you can't dismiss that. I mean, you all deal with facts. So, um, I think if your goal, I know my goal is to beat Donald Trump, we have to have someone who can beat him. Huh. And she's, she's saying consistency. Well, he's consistently making gaps, so maybe she has a point. With and there was a phone ringing in the background. I wish someone would have answered that faster. I, that, that was a little I, I'm thinking, hold on, hold on a second. I'm, I'm thinking I might do the whole rest of the show off mic. So, yeah. uh, all right, so here's what I say. Oh, my goodness. Of course, that's, that's not Jill Biden's fault, uh, but no. it would have been nice if uh, been on, somebody on at a mic. meteor event stuck a microphone like I within the, the I same county. It. That would have been nice. I know it. But so, so she's saying, you know, I know that you're not supporting my husband, but I want you to think about who can win, and we need somebody who's consistent. So then she comes up with the, the best line, uh, but it, and it's also really bad, so I'm just going to give you a quick hit. Your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is, but you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I personally like so-and-so better, but your bottom line has to be that we have to beat Trump. That's cut two. So yes, you know, I, you know, your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is, but you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I so personally like so-and-so better. But your bottom line has to be that you have to. See, I don't know whether there's a swarm of cicadas that came through at the end there or what happened, but it was, but that's why I needed to read it to you. But oh my God. By the way, great bumper sticker idea. Vote for Joe, not so and so. Oh, you know, that's actually, that's, I, I, I like that. I have a better one though, or yep. another one that I like. Right. I like very good too. Swallow for Biden. Yes, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just I, saying. I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yes. I'm just not going to run it's, with it. Yes, <laughs> so, it's trouble I mean, brewing. But I mean, she actually said, "Swallow and vote for my husband." You know, she is. I mean, do you think that by suggesting that a lot of voters are going to have to rise above principle, basically, not vote for who they think is the best candidate to support her husband, that Jill Biden might be conceding a lot pretty early in the campaign mm. and that she's going to kind of embolden the other candidates um, who 
are going to pick at the word electable as a code word for a candidate that you don't agree with but grudgingly have to support anyway? Yeah, there is a grain of 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 truth to what she says based on yeah you got you you gotta pick the person who has the best chance at winning whatever office it is in this case the presidency and right now it seems but that Joe might be up there like but yeah I, I mean it, this is this is the primary um, where a lot of people do pick I mean I I know sometimes in in the primary elections. I kind of go off the board. I'm like, you know, I, more I feel like this person's going to win, yeah. but I like yeah. this person's stances yes. better. Yes, And I am that doesn't mean do I won't that. come back around and yes. vote for that person at the end. No, I, I so agree with that because I am more apt to vote on principle in the primary and then than I am basically because... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those are the people that, you know, that's that's your moment right. to really go behind somebody. If they don't make it through, then when it comes to the general election, that's when you have to go, all right, I may not like this guy, but he's the one that encompasses more of the things that I believe in than the other guy. So whether I like him or not, I'm going to have to vote for him. But I don't think you do that in the primary level. No, I don't, well, I don't think so either. And, and unless there's an ultimate, because a lot of times there are three or four candidates and one of them's probably going to win. And so you say, well, I'm going to vote for this guy or this gal or whatever because it's a principal vote and, and whoever's going to win anyway. Um, this kind of smells like they're not convinced he's going to win the primary. I mean, if you look at the polling, he should be the candidate, right? Yeah. I mean, at, at yeah. least as we talked today. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're fearful that that won't happen if a few people don't jump off the uh, – uh, Kamala Harris bandwagon or the Cory Booker bandwagon yeah. or the other people's bandwagons because Elizabeth I've never Warren. I've never yeah. voted on principle and hold on that there's not a period that really, there. That there's, really that really sounded no, bad. I know. There's not a period there. I'm finishing a sentence. Okay. I've never voted Kama. on principle for a candidate I liked if I, like, I wouldn't throw that, that vote away to be that one voter. Um, if I, I thought my candidate, the yeah. guy that I or gal that yeah. I want to be the, the candidate, had a chance of losing. I've even done it in the general election. I, I mean, wouldn't I voted do it in the general, for... but I, I would absolutely do it in the, in the primaries because that's when the surprise candidate can come through. That's when I would do that for, but I would never I would never do that in the general because I think that's a complete waste to vote because if you if there, there are two parties in this country and if you vote for a third party, Going into that election, it is actually giving the vote to who you, you really the uh, uh, the guy person you really don't want to have it. That's essentially how it works for me. So I would never do that. In there the are certain states, though, and and Massachusetts, where we are, is probably probably one of them. Mm. Look, I can tell you, I don't know who the two the the the, the nominees will be. I mean, yeah. I, in my head, you know I who can one guess. is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but, so we don't know officially who the nominees are. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, today, as we speak, yeah. which party's candidate is going to win the state of Massachusetts yes. by a landslide. Yes. And that would be the Democrats. Yes. If I lived in, let's say, a place like Wyoming or Florida, where I know the Republican play. one. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I lived in a place in play, no, yeah. no, no. you got to vote for, you know. No, that's a really good point. But you can throw away. No, I don't want to say throw away, but you can vote for a third can, party candidate in Massachusetts. You can make a protest vote in a state that's 
Right. Uh, it's almost one party rule. Like you can't. You're, you're absolutely right. That I should have. You know, that's at, uh, such a good point. In Massachusetts, it doesn't matter um, who you vote for outside the main Democratic Party because the majority. Although you know, the biggest growing party in Massachusetts um, is not technically a party. Are undecideds. And because of the electoral college in a presidential race, you can do that too. Because look, yeah. it doesn't matter if there's a few less votes for your candidate if they're going to win the electoral college vote. If yeah. we ever did go to, which I'm not. In favor of that's a story for another day. Yeah. But if we ever went to a full, straight-on, countrywide popular vote, yeah, you I'm would lose the ability to do a vote like that. You yeah. you couldn't throw it away because no, they couldn't. need that one vote they or do. fifty votes or hundred votes or whatever it is. They do. No, I'm a I'm a supporter of the of the, uh, of the electoral college as well. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is to me. I, I was looking at what what Jill Biden was saying, and I'm wondering, was this literally a, a mistake? Because if it was, it was a doozy. Or is this was this a stroke of genius? I'm not sure. Is did she know what she was doing when she set this this dynamic up? Because either it's it's a huge mistake, you know, with bumper stickers all over now saying swallow for Biden or it's a stroke of genius because she has basically nullified the progressive candidates with people focusing now on he's the only moderate in the group and I'm going to have to vote for him. Even if I like the idea of free tuition, I need to or, you know, uh, Medicare for all. I need to, in fact. Uh, go for the middle of the road guy, and whether I like him or not, it's Joe, and they're going to start thinking about that now. I'm not sure which it is. Is it a mistake, or or, or was it a stroke well, of genius? Well, bearing it, maybe, well, it could have been a stroke of genius in theory for the primary season. Mm. The the one thing that you always have to keep in the back of your mind, if especially if you're running a campaign against 20 people, as they are, um, you don't want to give the ultimate person you're going to face any ammunition. And I think in a little bit of a way here, let's assume we'll make an assumption that Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. Mm. If Biden's the nominee versus Trump, and again, nobody's picked their nominee yet, but if, yeah. if, if, if that's the case, then you've pretty much just handed another little piece of ammunition to the Trump campaign to say, huh, even Jill Biden doesn't think he should be a good guy. It's his <laughs> wife. And he, look what she said during the campaign. And, you know, Joe can't do anything for you. You might as well keep me in there. I just think, again, it, the, the far left, far right, we kind of know who people are going to vote for, yeah. far conservative, yeah. far uh, liberal. Uh, but you got to win those people in the middle. Um, and if you give just a little bit of ammo to the other side yeah. and, and the other side. Now I'm talking about the Republicans, not the other Democrats. Mm -hmm. You give a little ammo or more ammo to your opponent who, again, they can now say, geez, even Joe Biden's wife didn't want to give him a very good yeah. endorsement. So I don't know. I mean, maybe in the primary season, that's a, I don't know if I'll go as far as saying a stroke of genius, but it might not hurt as much as it might when you get around to the, the other side, which is the, you know, mano a mano race do you do you think that they knew what she was going to say do you think that this was on her own she did that or do you think this was planned and handed to her and said go for it do, do you think anybody knows what joe biden's going to say or jill biden's going to say because you've got jill and joe and i, I don't think anybody I think, knows what anybody's going to say i think they know what jill is going to say i think jill I think had nobody, this planned and yes i don't think i don't think i don't think anybody including joe knows what joe is going to say i get the strategy um if you're talking talking about a candidate who's got 1% support, 2% support. Look, yeah. it's it's pretty safe to say they're not going to be the nominee, even if they catch fire and get up to 5% support. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, she probably didn't know what she wanted to say because you want that one. You don't, if you're Joe Biden's campaign and yeah. Jill Biden's wife, Jill Biden, yeah. Joe Biden's wife. Dr. Biden. Dr. Biden. Dr. Biden. Dr. Biden. Dr. Biden. Yeah. Um, Calling Dr. Biden. Then you 
You want you don't want that one percent uh, support from a candidate who's going to drop out in a week or two or three to go to Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. So she's mm. kind of gathering up these little bits of seeds, I think, to bring them over. But again, it's such and so to answer your question. Yes, this was probably planned, and they knew how to do it because they want to grab those little pieces from from the other, you know, also rands. Uh, but again, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a good strategy beyond the primary. Yeah. I it's, don't know if it was effective damage control, given what he is. The fact that people are questioning his mental acuity. You after may not like the... the fact that Joe Biden doesn't know the '60s from the '70s. Uh, you may or think that women are idiots, right. apparently, and can't remember anything past or last Tuesday. Or think that poor people are just as smart as white people. Yeah. Huh? You, but but vote for him anyway. I I just don't see the. And I'd like to see him go up to at a at a like a, a G seven um, summit. Go up to Angela Merkel and say, "Hey, Margaret Thatcher, how are you doing?" I mean, this is Maggie. What's up? Ma- yeah, exactly. I mean, the, this is what uh, the impression he's leaving. They had to do something to get people off of. The gaffes, and I don't know if this was this was the intention to do that with don't, this. Don't, they just wait for the day, like when Joe Biden gets up and goes, "When I was vice president under Woodrow Wilson." <laughs> uh, I, yeah, oh God, Joe. I know it. I know it. Well, it wasn't just uh, the Democrats. Never who is. Were, it isn't. It's it, both sides are, are making interesting comments this week. President Trump had a moment, and it's another one of those ones where. It was it, it it was it was interesting. It stopped me for a second. I started laughing. I think you either started laughing when you heard it, or you started um, crying. Basically, you're like, "Oh my God, he's our president." You either either it was a joke, or he was he's seriously the biggest narcissist we've ever seen. He was on his well. He may actually be maybe it's both. He's a narcissist and it was a joke. He was on his way to um, Marine One when he stepped uh, off to you know answer questions. There was a rope line with uh, reporters. And he was talking about uh, the the, tri- the China trade war, and he described himself as the chosen one. I'll give you my opinion as soon as we hear from him. Hold on. My life would be much easier if I just said, let China continue to rip off the United States, all right? It'd be much easier, but I can't do that. Somebody, excuse me, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. And he looked up to the heavens, by the way, when he said, I'm the chosen one. He looked at which just I started laughing. I thought it was extremely funny. And put any title you want on it, narcissistic or joke or, you know, I'm the chosen one. To do. Here, here, here's the easiest answer to all of it. Mm. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> and, and if you love Donald Trump, that's Donald Trump. And if you hate Donald Trump. That's, That's Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. That's my take. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I'm no psychologist, psychiatrist, or anything else. Um, I was in the late 70s, but then I realized it was the 60s. Oh, uh, but you uh, poor guy. But but so I don't want to say. Well, is, is he narcissistic? Was he joking? Is he just bad at bad at joking? I, that's. What you heard is Donald Trump. If you it love is. him, it is. If you hate him, it is. And that's it's true. But so, it. but I look at him and going, okay, he's joking. He has to be joking, and and he does have a dry sense of humor. Yes. Here. So yes. It's, so I assumed it was joking, but I have heard other people who thought that he seriously meant it. I'm like, okay, I think you have to hate Donald Trump to think that he meant it. 
Um, but maybe not. I mean, I I don't I don't necessarily love Donald Trump. I I find him I find some of his policies great. I find some of his other policies horrific. I you know it depends on what he did that day. Um, but so far, I he I don't see the world coming to an end the way people said it would if he was elected. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt when he calls himself the chosen one and looks up toward heaven that he's just screwing with me. Right. And I, I thought that was amusing. You know what? He's I'll be honest with you. Mm. He. He's probably not screwing with you. He's screwing with all the people who hate him is what he's doing. Because he knows, as does most candidates have this idea in their head, Donald Trump is a a kind of a different category. But look, he knows that there's a ton of people in this country who aren't voting for him. So he's kind of like, hey. Yeah, this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't he's not losing any votes. He's not losing those votes by saying that. He's basically yeah. saying, I'm the chosen one. <laughs> Up yours. Yeah, the the evangelicals are not gonna be marching out when they hear that one. They're I think they're gonna find it as a joke and start laughing right. too. So well, you can let us know whether you think that it's a joke, or you can also let us know whether you think Dr. Biden um, had a stroke of genius or, or whether that was a huge mis- misstep when she decided to tell people, I know my husband's mediocre, but vote for him anyway, because he could actually beat Trump. Um, let us know. You can get in touch with us through Twitter at Newsbyte3 or on Facebook at Newsbyte. That's N-E-W-S-B-Y-T-E. We upload every Monday, so keep checking back to see what new offerings we have. I'm Nancy Shack. Vote for Joe, not so-and-so. I'm Ben Parker. I like swallow for Biden better. This is News Bite. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.